Because by the time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's already too late. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways. The only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation. Buy or sell time. Michael Kirkpatrick back there running the board. Trying to. <laughs> Tanner Swift sitting in here. Taking a little break from all the stay wrestling updates. It's easier just to stay in here. We're doing them live today. Might as well just stay in here. I got a heater in here for you. Yeah, what is going on with that? Anybody know? Any updates on the... I uh, just know the heater's working. HVAC system? No, no, 50 but, degrees when we come in well, in the morning. Now show. you got a heater. All right. We're so on we a heater a, now. All right, buy or sell. Are you aware of how this works? Uh, this is maybe one of the better segments outside of our show that's on the station. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, buy or sell. When it comes to retiring numbers, teams should be extremely picky. Meaning, I'm reserving this for my GOAT. I'm going to sell that idea. Uh, of course, I think that you are too harsh on these things. No. Because certain uh, people uh, mean more to certain generations. Even if it's uh, you know kind of a crappy uh, generation like uh, uh, for the team, i.e. Rockies, since they were... You know, a baseball team. They still had players that probably deserve, even though they didn't have the team success, that probably deserve to have those numbers retired. So I don't think it needs to be a Hall of Famer or a GOAT to get their number retired. Obviously, I'm buying my own idea. All cash. None of it's on the books. Um, You know, you're going to get to the point where you don't have any more numbers. What are you going to wear? Triple digits. Negative two? Negative eight? Negative. That should be. That would be pretty cool. Russell Wilson should be like negative one thousand. Negative one thousand. Maybe that would be, um, maybe that would be good. Buy or sell. So we're staying on this. Okay. Floyd Little's number should be retired. It is retired. Is is it right that he's retired? It's retired. I see. And this is this is more to my point of different people meant more for different generations. Now, am I going to every generation? Am I going to understand to the full effect uh, the same as people who watched him and lived through him play? No. But I'm going to say there's a reason for that. So I'm going to say buy. I'm going to buy that. I am buying that. Micah has swayed me on this. He is the franchise. He is the most important player. Maybe. Maybe. In Broncos history, John always certainly making a case for that. I'm buying it. All cash. None of it's on the books. Buy or sell, or I guess pick your side. Are you good with Carmelo Anthony coming out doing these podcasts? Um, are you are you excusing George Carl for coming after Carmelo Anthony the way he is? I'm going to. I don't know, man. You don't really need to say buy or sell. Well, I, I want to buy or sell something. Uh, buy or sell. I'm going to George Carl's in the right, going after Mello for bringing up no, stuff I'm selling from 20 that. years ago. I'm selling that BS. George yeah. Carl is being a hypocritical little little whiny crybaby right now. You can't release Furious George, and then when somebody snaps back and claps back at you, now I'm selling all of the crazy notions that Mello's having too. I wish those two would just go away. It provides for entertaining radio. But no, I think I'm this good. whole thing's dumb. I, listen, I like it because it brings us back to that. Those that was that was a really fun time in Nuggets history. Yeah, and it's just this book and what Carmelo's saying. It's interesting to to hear all that. That being said, I'm not buying that George Carl's in the right. I'm selling that. I want you to get out there and sell, sell, sell. 
There you go. There's the buy or sell, Tanner. You did great. George Carl kind of. is... I, well, I was right on all of them. Uh, George Carl is just... I, I don't understand it. You don't like the heat? Get out of the kitchen. I mean, that he's the one who started all this. But in retrospect, looking back, it's not hard to see why this team never won anything you know in the playoffs those great teams have the great t- uh, chemistry on and off the floor or just have other world talk talent. about egos and and i think carl managed these egos the best way he could but the prob- the biggest problem is he was also an ego no he was I a, mean, a huge ego read this book man and, and and i love can i borrow it no i know what happens when you borrow books tanner you don't read them first off but you take them you take them and then you don't read them i steal them you stole my me. al michaels book I gave that back. No, you did not. It's gone. Really? Yeah, it's gone. No. Oh. I um, think he's cow ate it. Is that true? <laughs> no. Shut up, Micah. <laughs> you do like to talk about cows. Love cows. Uh, they go moo, by the way. Yeah, apparently heard that they do. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, 720 texting in here. I, do, I won't load. It won't load. There it is. I like the idea of graduating to triple digits. By the way, it's HVAC guy who texts in every morning show. Say hi to Tanner for me. Why don't you text into this show, bro? He's not. You know? he, he refers to it as sports balls, but he's still oh, listening. Oh, he's so, not really a sports guy. He's still here. He's still listening. When people though. say sports balls, that means they don't like yeah. sports. Yeah, he, he's a baseball guy, so they don't like sports. Broncos <laughs> won a Super Bowl despite Elway being the GM. Dixon says that. Yeah, Elway got Manning here, yeah. and then built up that defense. You don't get your you don't get your cake and get to eat it too, Dixon. You can't blame him for the downfall. And hey, not if it give wasn't for Elway, you guys wouldn't have your your Super Bowl trophy yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, but you can, Elway you that handed you that. He loves to knock Elway. You can't knock him and and not give him credit for what he did do. Like that's. That's just ridiculous. Dixon, you're better than that. You're better than... Well, no, Dixon's always hated Elway, and this has been his take forever. He doesn't think that Elway did any good while he was the GM of the Denver Broncos. Right, yeah. Where would the Broncos have been had we not got Pete Manning? Yeah, why, he those... hired, John Elway hired John Fox, who was a stabilizing force mm-hmm. for this franchise. A, a guy that managed to win the AFC West with Tim Tebow. Yep. They, he convinced Peyton Manning to come to Denver. He drafted Von Miller. Brady, it's easy to do that. I, I've seen him screw up a lot of drafts lately, and I've seen a lot of people screw up drafts. So making the right call that that Vaughn would be a franchise player for you yeah, was was a good move by John Elway. I thought you outlined it well. I think Joe Ellis, who really should be Denver Broncos public enemy number one from those years. I think that's where you go with that. But uh, did you see the report today that Adam Schefter said that John Elway told him that the Broncos really liked Patrick Mahomes in the draft process? Why not go draft him? What then? year was that? The who did we draft that year? I Micah. When was Patrick Mahomes drafted? Mike Angel usually does this for me, but. Mike is having a hard time with the computer over there. He's just staring at it. He's, I don't even think he's... Look at him. He's just staring at it. Hoping, <laughs> hoping that it changes. 20, 20, now he's getting mad. 2017. He's getting mad. 2017. Who did the Broncos draft in 2017? Look at you. Look at those fingers cooking, man. You are uh, fast. Gerbils. Good thing we did that. Yeah. What, what, what number? 20. No. So in Mahomes was... But Mahomes was taken. At what? Like 12? Yeah, so you couldn't have got him anyway. Unless now, you do you buy or sell Garrett Bowles? I I hold. He's going to be a free agent him. after next year. I hold him. I sell Garrett Bowles. You hold him. I hold him like he holds everybody else in this league. Uh, I was big. We, they, you hated him for a while, and I said, 
Pro football focus. Dude, I remember this one vividly. We were in your office I don't one day. think I hated him. You hated him. Said it was a horrible first-round pick because he, it was the year that he came off of where he was bad. He was horrible. But a lot of it was that the quarterback just wasn't getting it. Whoever it was, Case Keenum, Paxton Lynch, Joe Flacco, whoever it was, wasn't getting the ball out of his hands. So Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Burrow, uh, uh, Garrett Bowles was just <laughs> hanging on for dear life over there. Great Valentines, probably. He just likes to hold whoever... Whoever gets hating him. I think you're remembering that kind of wrong. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going. He was a 10th overall pick. Holmes thing. 10th overall pick. You can move up from 20 to 10. I mean, didn't the Chiefs go from 27 to 10 to get him? Yeah, you'd have to you have to get pretty aggressive, but the Broncos don't mind throwing draft picks away for quarterbacks and coaches. Yeah. But yeah. moving up in the draft was just not in their DNA. I even want to play the what-if game. That makes me so sad to think well, about. You have a lot of those guys now. That yeah. you could have had. Yeah. I mean, a ton of them. The entire league passed up on the most electrifying man oh, in sports Lord. entertainment. Entire league. Thankfully. The MVP, the two-time MVP. That way, the, Chris McCaffrey got robbed. Yeah, that, he's such an MVP that he gets the ball twi- twice in okay. the third quarter. Kyle Shanahan should be canned. Really? After firing, after firing his DC. That's just horrible leadership. He cost them, in my, in my perspective, that he cost them that game. You keep running the ball. You're getting McCaffrey's getting three, four, five yards every time he touches the ball. Shanahan goes. He can't win the big one. He's zero and three in, in the big games, uh, including a twenty-eight to three lead with the Falcons as the as the OC. He Shanahan. If I'm a Niners fan, I want Shanahan out of town right right now. Right now. Oh, you're out of your mind on no. that one. You got to go next no. year so you can get close again. As you like to say, it's, close doesn't put the crackers in my stomach. Correct, does. but. Is is Kyle Shanahan? Clearly, he's good enough to get his team there every year. Did you see who they're targeting now for their DC too? Brandon Staley appears to be their number one option. I heard um, Rex Ryan might be potential oh. there in Dallas. In Dallas, mm-hmm. that would be weird. Yeah, it's that'd crazy be, times. That'd be weird. But yeah, no, you got to move on from Shanahan. All right, what's going on tonight, Tanner? What have you roped me into now? Uh, you. Couple, you and me, beers, buzz. Uh, no, I, oh, uh, you um, forgot about the event that we've committed that's to. That's right. Uh, no, it's United Way Night presented by KFK Radio down at the Colorado Grit. Uh, the Colorado Grit, a great partner here at the station, great community partner as well with some uh, some minor league hockey going on. And uh, uh, we're going to help spread the word about the 211 program with United Way of Weld County. And we're also going to be, uh, I'm going to be out there on the ice uh, to help uh, do the puck drop with Margie Martinez, say a few words for United Way, um, and then in the intermission between the second and third period, it is ice soccer bubble ball hockey. I think it's how I, there's no official word Did you for find this. us a third person yet? Because our, our third person is at the emergency dentist right now. I'm not thinking. And Michael... Uh, no? Yeah? You want in? Michael, you want in? Isn't there a uh, preps game tonight? No, there is not. There's no preps game tonight? <laughs> Do you think there was... Should really have these programming meetings <laughs> outside of the outside of the show. No. I, I guess p- there isn't. <laughs> I purposely didn't schedule one in case you wanted to go, man. I, I guess there isn't. <laughs> Aren't there a lot of wrestling 
uh, wrestler is going on? Okay, he's just trying to find he's a way He's just trying out. to get out. So uh, I think uh, Mike Danson, who filled in for Coach Speak, uh, may jump in and do it. Otherwise, I'm sure uh, I'll be able to pull somebody out of the crowd. Havala from Bruno Lily LeClaire, maybe. Uh, did you get down there and do it? I don't know, man. Otherwise, it's 2v3. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to get tough. Uh, they're going to have a power play. They're going to have a, a, for three minutes. Yep. This is just a so three-minute power, power play. play. Yeah, we got, we got charged with a minor hooking penalty. Um, you could get one of the hockey players. Probably not. No, they're right in the middle of a game at that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're prob- in the locker room. They're in the locker point. room. Actually, you can playing get one a game of the backup guys. Sprint back to hey, we need somebody for this thing, man. Can we get Bob Bowden down there. Yeah, let's get Bob, the owner of the group, get him down out there. there, man. <laughs> Yeah, it, be a lot of fun, uh, it, so. it is going to be a lot of fun down there uh, tonight, but I'm a little worried. Uh, Derbs uh, was putting props on who's going to be the first one to fall, and he looks at me and goes, oh, it's got to be you, right? You're going to wear the cowboy boots? And I have been advised strongly against that. You're, wore, you're rocking some yeah, tennis shoes here, sneakers. What type of, are those What are Brooks? Probably a knockoff of Nike. Nice. Love it. I haven't bought new tennis shoes since I graduated high school. It's a a nice brand. I've not bought tennis shoes since I graduated high school. What? Well, you only wear boots. I know. So when they say, don't wear boots, I'm like, gah. HVAC guy says, OMG, yes, for Havala. Yeah, get Havala down there on the ice. Should probably like hit him with a lawsuit in the middle of it. <laughs> hit the grit with a lawsuit. Yeah, I, I tried. You know what that? I'm not signing a waiver because I'm going to own make, the color. We got to sign a waiver. We do huh? have to sign a waiver. Oh, I just I'm Ugh. very weird. okay. So if you've never seen this before, it's this giant bubble that goes about above your knee, right above your knee. Yeah. So our arms are going to be inside the bubble. Oh, the ones I saw no. don't have the the arms are out. No, arms are inside the bubble, and we we control it like this. We we've got our hands just there's little grips oh. right in front of it, and we run around. Um, so you can't catch yourself when you. No, well, I guess the bubble kind. So of. apparently, you got to do like a. I, like a turtle on its back. Oh gosh! Trying to get up. Um, I watched. Uh, I, I've been to a number of these great games, uh, and I watched the GPD uh, take on the GFD, the fire department, the police department. I mean, the, there's dudes bigger than I am, and they were able to get up. So, but it was it was awkward, and it's three minutes. I feel like my cardio. I'm going to burn my cardio out in the first like 45 seconds of this. Travis Hit from United Way uh, was a former. He, he he dabbled in hockey in college and things like that. So I'm a little worried. He's got more experience on the ice than than we do. Wait, um, so you guys are doing this on the ice? No, we just thought the parking lot would be a good place <laughs> yes, for it. Yes, no, I'm, I'm, like, I, they're the not ice. putting like a little mat down. No, no. we're on the actual, actual ice. With no skates, no just skates. Whatever we're wearing, and and it's not the full length of the of it's the a, ring. Yeah, it goes it goes it's across. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? You yes, want, it does. You want in? Now I really want Havala to uh, to join in. Well, you then cut. you guys will Havala good game. <sighs> Do you want me to just see if I can run the board for you today? Oh, now he finds the drum. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not familiar with this quick start yeah, board you here. find it for your crappy joke. We had some good stuff that, earlier. Sorry, that was a crappy joke. I just wanted to make that. I make that joke all the time when she's here. All right, uh, Tanner Schwent, you got another wrestling report coming up for us here in just a minute, man. Yeah, it sounds like it's... Uh, just to do it now while I'm on the air, and we can remove that from the break. Programming notes all over the place in this segment. We're really well put, uh, prepared for it. Machine. What emergency strike, man. It sounds like Northern Colorado wrestlers are doing pretty good. Yeah, no, they are. The, the 3A, 4A uh, teams are looking good for you. He's getting ready to get underway. But I'll have the full update for you in just a couple of seconds. Coming up next, uh, Zach Stevens is going to join me to talk some Broncos at the bottom of the hour. What is the rumor mill telling him about uh, what the Broncos are going to do with number 12?
Russell Wilson, and all that. It's a whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Stay up to speed with the Rams with the Isaiah Stevens Show on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is Chris Abshire for Collins, Colorado, and you are listening to the whole show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. I want to thank Renaissance Insurance Group for being a huge advertiser on this show, big sponsor of ours. Not able to do this on a daily basis without our excellent uh, sponsors. Renaissance Insurance Group in Windsor was formed by two UNC Bears alumni 20 years ago. They, they, they believe in having our backs, getting an idea of what's happening in the community, and then knowing, you know, really really getting to know their clients and figuring out what is going to ultimately be the best for them. They specialize in risk management, commercial and personal insurance needs. For uh, Weld County, they're the go-to for workers' compensation and farming operations. That's Renaissance Insurance. Call my friend Ryan. Ryan's one of my friends. Seriously. One of my friends that I meet over at Cables. Ryan uh, is available at 970-674-8825. Poll question of the day. Is Carmelo Anthony tarnishing his legacy and listen some of those people that are like oh i didn't i mean what legacy he never really had a legacy no he did like you gotta be real to this man it's frustrating and as as much as we hated it when Mello asked for a trade he what he had a legacy he is one of the top nuggets players of all time that doesn't mean you have to like him doesn't mean you have to like his attitude or anything, but you've got to acknowledge that when he was on the floor, he was a very good player for this team. He was their superstar. He made it to a lot of all-star games. I think it was like eight. I think didn't seven, six, something like that. This team was constantly in the playoffs once Carmelo Anthony was drafted. So the idea that he doesn't have a legacy, that he wasn't one of the great Nuggets players, is is insane to me. 28 minutes after the hour. Micah, we're going to break a little bit earlier here because we want to get Zach Stevens on the show. He is our Broncos insider from DNVR Broncos. We'll get into all things Broncos, the rumor mill. What are the Broncos thinking about Russ? About that number 12 pick? Uh, All that and more coming up. But first, let's get the latest on the local sports flash. What's up, guys? It's Jack Howell, safety for the green and gold. You're listening to the whole show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Just 32 minutes after the hour, last half hour of the show, and what better way to get ready for the weekend to hear from than to hear from our guy, Zach Stevens, DNVR Bronco. Zach, my man, how is your Friday treating you? Oh man, almost weekend, Brady. We're almost there. We're getting we're dangerously close. We're dangerously close tonight. Hey, I got to tell you, Zach, tonight I'm doing something. We got a local hockey team up here, the Greeley uh, the Colorado Grit, and they've asked us we're we're playing um ice hockey soccer tonight at the 3-minute mark in between the second and third periods. We're going up against the nonprofit United Way up here. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that. If you have any tips, any pointers for me cuz I'm I'm terrified to go out in front of people and be on ice. 
Oh gosh, I just hope we're talking uh, next week, Brady. I, I, I'm I'm thinking of you, man. <laughs> right, I could be I could be out for a while. This could be one of our last conversations for a while, man. Ice hockey, soccer—that sounds intense. Well, we're, they put us in like bubbles, and then you know you've got <laughs> yeah. your feet free, and you got to kick. They're like medicine balls, I guess. They're not like soccer balls. So I I don't know what to expect, man. I'm nervous. I'll tell you, it sounds very entertaining for everyone watching. Yes, yeah. They'll, they'll want us to fall. There's no question about it. Zach, Zach Stevens joining us. Um, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the draft, and I know we're talking about quarterbacks and what that might look like. Okay, so the Raiders are releasing Jimmy Garoppolo. I I heard Jimmy Garoppolo's name in the rumor mill a month or two ago, Zach. Maybe you and I have even talked about it. Is that a guy that's a, a realistic possibility for, for the Broncos to look at if they, in fact, do move on from Russell Wilson? You know, you, you have to look at all of the cost-controlled veteran quarterbacks. But, Brady, talk about uninspiring. Mm. If he's not good enough for the Raiders, why should he be good enough for the Broncos? But, uh, you know, the Broncos might sign one of these veteran free agent quarterbacks um, to, to, a, to a chief deal, a Ryan Tannehill a Jimmy Garoppolo, a Sam Darnold, and one of them might be the starter for this year, but we're not talking about long-term. We're talking about bridge quarterback. But it also could be one of these guys to come in and just be a backup for a rookie that comes in. So I think that when you look at these guys, yes, you do have to consider them being options just because the Broncos, once they move on, if they move on, but more likely once they move on from Russ, they're going to have to fill their quarterback room, and it's not just going to be Jared Stidham and no one else on the roster come the draft. They probably will add a guy uh, to that room. So you can keep your eye on a Jimmy Garoppolo, but in terms of like a guy that's really going to be counted on to be the future, no, he's not one of those guys. Um, but the suspension does kind of make it interesting right. uh, and make it a little more difficult for Jimmy to find a team. No, it really does. And when you add that to it, um, I, I'll be curious to see where he ends up and, you know, what again, what the Broncos might do here. At number 12, there's so many things being thrown around at the potential of where the Broncos go. Do they draft a quarterback? Do they do they really move up? They're going to have to get aggressive. I was I've been following a lot of your tweets throughout the week, Zach, as far as what you know. Some people say it would look like in order to to move up. I mean, you're talking if you want to go after a guy like Drake May, you are talking giving up future first round picks, and and then the Broncos would still be here in this situation where they're out of picks. Yeah, 100%. If the Broncos want to move up and get one of the top three guys, Brady, I'm pretty much convinced that quarterbacks are going to go one, two, and three. I expect the Bears to draft Caleb Williams, but if they trade that pick and keep Justin Fields, it doesn't matter. A quarterback is still going to go number one overall. And then you look, two and three is probably going to be a quarterback as well. And so there's kind of a, a two different tiers of these quarterbacks. The first tier, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Pretty much in that order. Some people have Jaden Daniels above Drake May, but those three guys are going to be off the board in the top three picks of the draft. Then you have a second tier of J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, and Michael Penix. Those guys likely are all three going to be there at the Broncos pick at 12 or, you know, pick at 9, 10, 11. Um, and then maybe one of those guys or two of those guys falls to 20 or one of those guys falls to the second round. Wouldn't be surprised if one of them falls to the second round, but I don't expect all three of those guys to fall to the second round. So the Broncos have the option, if they want a quarterback, of likely taking one of those Tier 2 guys at pick 12. I don't expect the Broncos to trade back in the draft 
and then draft of one one of these guys. I think if one of these guys is their guy, they'll take them at 12. Or they have the option, if they want one of the Tier 1 guys, Brady, it's not just trading to pick eight. It's trading to pick three. And that is likely going to cost uh, number 12 this year, two future first-round picks, and then an additional second or third-round pick, which is a ton to trade. And think about it this way. If the Broncos make that trade, the Broncos will have one first-round pick in a six-year span at, with, with going back to trading for Russell Wilson, trading for Sean Payton, and then going forward with the picks they would give up. That is a ton to deal with and to build a team around a rookie. So that would be putting so much pressure on a rookie. That rookie would have to turn out to be elite. So if Sean Payton identifies one of those guys as elite, as the guy, not just a great quarterback, but the quarterback, then it's worth it. If not, Brady, it's going to be so difficult for that rookie to win, even if he's really good, because he's just going to have barely any talent around him. Yeah, and that, that's going to be the thing. Like, if you draft a rookie quarterback and you decide, hey, he's going to win out the, in the competition, you know, in, in training camp and he's the guy, can Broncos country, and you and I have talked about this, can they be patient? Because I, odds are you're probably not going to be the Houston Texans. You you might not be as bad as the Carolina Panthers, but you might be somewhere in between or flirting with a Panthers-type record. Um so can you be patient enough to say, okay, we're finally doing it. We're committing to a young quarterback, but there's going to be a lot of growing pains. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's easier to sell Broncos country on being patient when there's a legitimate reason, when there is a rookie quarterback. And the Broncos just have, have really never gone down this route. Even with Paxton Lynch, he wasn't really the starter. They started Trevor because uh, Trevor gave him a better chance to win right away. So they never truly went down this path. When they got Russell Wilson, well, that was the benefit of getting Russell Wilson. Is That's a, a win-now type of situation. Same with last year, pairing Sean with Russ. And, and so at least a rookie quarterback would give a reason for Broncos country to be patient. However, Brady, what's so tough about this is when the owner, Greg Penner, comes out two days after the season this, this past year and says, Broncos country, we are as impatient as you to win. We want to win. We expect to win this coming year. And then George Payton and Sean Payton echo a similar meaning. They don't want to take a step back, which should be in one way exciting for Broncos country. They don't want to rebuild. They don't want to take a step back. But then at the same time, that's been the Broncos' mentality under John Elway uh, and now Sean Payton over these past many years since missing the playoffs all of this time is the conflicting of win now uh, without winning now. It just puts you in this really tight window. And that tight window so far has been missing the playoffs since 2016. Yeah, no, it's. I tell you what, it's it's. Fans are desperate. They want to see some. They want to see some change. They want to see something here. And uh, I think we're we're getting tired of it. So whatever. I think that's why this number twelve thing is just. It's so critical to what the Broncos end up doing, even if they don't take a quarterback. Is that guy really going to be a part of the the the, the rebirth of this franchise? And you certainly want to see it. Um, you shared this out a few hours ago about. The Broncos tie, being tied for the seventh best odds to have Kirk Cousins next season. How realistic is that, Zach? You know, it, it, that's probably about right in terms of the seventh best odds. Um, it, it, it would be tough for them to get Kirk. And one of the things is it would be a longer-term deal. 
if they were to land Kirk Cousins. And why that's the case is it would mean that the Broncos would move on from Russell Wilson, which means they would have a ton of dead cap that they would have to deal with. And so you say, well, there's no way the Broncos could afford Kirk Cousins as well. And that's why it would have to be a longer-term deal. Because if you have a longer-term deal, you can push cap hits later. And the Broncos could actually have a – I mean, they, they could make a $5 million cap hit for Kirk Cousins this year, even if he's making $20, 30000000 million in actual cash this year. They could do that if it's a long-term deal. And then so you have to ask, do you want to sign yourself up to Kirk Cousins for a long-term deal in order to get him this year. You know, I think Kirk Cousins is actually a guy that could have a lot of success with Sean Payton. He, he's very much more of the Drew Brees mold than a Russell Wilson is a Drew Brees mold. A win-from-the-pocket guy, uh, a really smart guy that can read defense, diagnose things really quick, get the ball out, quick release. I could see him having a lot of success. And, in fact, if the Broncos were to sign Kirk Cousins, they're a playoff team, I think, this year. Competing with the Chiefs for the division? Probably not. I think that's too high. But 10, 11 wins, I would book them down for that. So I think Kirk Cousins might actually be the Broncos' best play for winning this year. And like I said, with the mentality that the team has, starting from ownership down, that's kind of what they're looking for. Uh, now, would Kirk want to come here? Or are there better options there? Potentially. Um, and then you also have to take into the account, like I said, do the Broncos want to sign up for a long-term deal for a 35-year-old quarterback that's coming off an Achilles? That's the tough part. So for this year, Kirk would make a ton of sense. But long-term, there are some questions there. Brady, the Broncos are trying to get out of a, of a really bad contract for an older quarterback right now. Do they want to get out of one and then sign themselves up for another one, which could turn out to not be the greatest contract ever, uh, that could be tough to sell ownership on. Last week with uh, Sean Payton making the rounds leading up to the to the Super Bowl, you know, he, he said a lot of things. You know, that's why I always kind of joke about his uh, silent donors thing. I mean, he's out all the time, Zach. I mean, he talks all the time. Um, but it's, in, it's interesting. It's entertaining. He kind of made it sound like, you know, he and Russ are in a good spot. Um, they're still, of the you know, trying to figure out what makes the most sense for them. So he hasn't committed one way or the other. Two questions then. Are they in a good spot? Is Russ good with Sean Payton? We know he was good with him last year. He called him off the hook and they were he wanted to be his best friend. I would wager to I, I would imagine that that relationship isn't as strong as Russ wanted it to be last year. Yeah, and it, when it comes to uh Sean dealing with the media, it's do as I say, not as right. I do. Yes. Um, but 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 when when it comes to Russ and Sean, um you know, there was a lot of things that happened last year that then got aired to the public. When when Russell Wilson was benched, his camp came out and and leaked that the Broncos asked him to take that pay cut. That was very very public and intentional on Russ's camp. That really hurt the relationship between Russ and the Broncos. But you know what, Brady? The, 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 the Russell Wilson is under contract. And if the Broncos want to deal with his contract, um, then he's under contract and, and he will come back. He's a competitor. Um, but that is going to be the, the contract is, is, I think, everything right now. Uh, I think that there is a situation where the Broncos come back uh, or come to Russ, get a restructure, and then Russ is back this year, likely pushing that 2025 fully guaranteed contract, which hits in one month from tomorrow. If, if Russ is willing to put that off, then I could see Russell Wilson being back with the Broncos. But that's a big if because Russell Wilson has that in his contract now that 2025 is fully guaranteed come March 17th. So 
Um, I, the, the relationship could be mended just because of what the contract says uh, and how much money is there, but there's been a lot of damage done, and, and it would be awkward, to say the least. It's uh, it's really interesting because Zach, I've I don't know how you are on this, um, but I've just gone back and forth. You know, you think, oh, this is done, it's over with. Certainly, when it was a net, when when Peyton announced that uh, Stidham was getting the start, I think I was done. You know, oh, that's it for Russell Wilson. And then at the end of the season, when it was over with, Sean Payton said a couple of things to make me wonder maybe if it's not done. And then a couple of weeks go by, I think it's done again. It's whiplash, man. I don't know where you are on that though. Like as far as your feelings, you like. If you actually believe that there's a stronger chance now of Russell Wilson coming back. Yeah, I mean, so Brady, the important date is March 17th. That's, I believe, the fourth or fifth day of the new league year. That's the day that Russell Wilson's 2025 contract and salary of $39 million kicks in and is fully guaranteed. If he's on the roster then, he's going to be on the roster this coming year and also in 2025. So the Broncos will make their decision on if he's coming back or not before then. And every day that we get closer to this, the the likelihood that he is on this team just gets a little bit more. Remember, two days after the season ended, Sean Payton told us that they'd have a decision on Russ sooner rather than later. Okay, we're sitting five weeks away from this right now. Clearly, the decision was not black and white. They're right now evaluating. They started draft meetings this week. They're evaluating if it's better to have uh, Russell Wilson on this deal or if it's better to cut him and have all of this dead cap and go with the rookie. So they're exploring all those options, and that's what it comes down to. It's not uh, do we want Russ or do we want Kirk Cousins? Do we want Russ or we, do we want Bo Nix? It's do we want Russ and uh, the contract he's on or do we want Bo Nix and tons of dead cap? For Russell Wilson, especially what makes it really tough is the win-now mentality that the Broncos have from ownership down. That's what makes this really tough is all of these components plus Russ's contract. Zach Stevens, nobody better, my man. Uh, Last one for you. You guys talked about John Elway carrying the Lombardi Trophy to the Chiefs. I think all of Broncos country died inside a little bit on Sunday. That was tough to take. Um, you guys go into that. You, you talk about it in great detail. Can you give us any kind of hint as to what Elway had to say about that? Like, could he have turned that down? Like, why, knowing that it was the Chiefs, was it just too late? Did they commit him several weeks before that? What, what went into the thinking there to have John Elway, a, a Broncos goat, hand the Super Bowl trophy over to one of the Broncos' biggest rivals. I mean, Sunday couldn't have been worse for Broncos oh, country. So bad. Right after seeing the Chiefs win in the fashion, they won back-to-back Super Bowls. It's a dynasty. Now you see John Elway, Karen the Lombardi, smiling when he does it, congratulating Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And from my understanding, yeah, this, this was decided long before it was the Chiefs. It was um, the 25th anniversary of John Elway being named Super Bowl MVP. So that's why he was doing it. It had nothing to do with the Chiefs. Uh, but what made it so much more difficult, what, it's not just John Elway. It's not just the Broncos legend. John, it was also John Elway, the general manager, who was the GM of the Broncos at the time when the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes and started on this track. So it really couldn't have been any worse. But John was there, and he said he was cheering for the 49ers to win, just like all of Broncos country was. 
Well, yeah, and that's it's tough. It's a it was a weird situation for sure, but the optics of it certainly didn't look great. Zach, my man, appreciate you as always, and have a great weekend. And we'll look to catch up with you maybe in the next uh, couple of days, or next week or so. That sounds great, and uh, good luck tonight, Brady. I hope not only you win, but you stay alive on the ice. <laughs> Going to do some stretching after this, man. I got to get prepared. I'm ready to go. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks, Brady. Zach Stevens, DNVR Broncos. 49 minutes after the hour. I think we got another. Do we have another state wrestling update coming up? Tanner Schwink going to bring that to us. But first, we'll take a quick break here. It's the whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1, 1310 KFKA. Bears and the Rams have two of the best college basketball players in the country. Will they be enough to lead their teams to the big dance? For all things no-go sports, keep it here on 103.1 at 1310 KFKA. Hey, this is Warren Jackson, former CSU wide receiver, current NFL wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams, and you're listening to the whole show on KFK. Welcome back into the whole show. Wrapping it up. Uh, I forgot to tell you, Michael, we do what we learned today, but we don't need to do the whole thing here. Um, Michael, I'm going to ask you, what did you learn today? Uh, I learned that I really, really, really would like that contract to uh, Russell Wilson's contract to like go down by like 50% or they can cut him. Kind of sounds like that's realistic. Maybe that's realistic. Maybe I he, certainly hope maybe so. Maybe he's going to work with him. I'll his wife saying, "Hey, honey, uh, you're so good," because yeah. he's not that good. Who's telling him in his ear, "You you deserve all this money"? Doesn't matter. He signed the contract. They all they owe it to him. So if he wants to keep going, if he wants to keep it, you know, he should. They signed it. But if he wants to try to win in Denver, which is what he planned to do when he came here, or win anywhere else, then then he should try to play some ball, but we'll see. Um, I don't even, I, you know, we're going to save this for Monday because the Russell Wilson thing is so difficult on my head and my heart, to be honest with you, Mike, because I was a big Russell Wilson fan when he was with Seattle. I was When I found that out, I was pretty shocked, first off, but I was pretty excited. And then it was just awful, just terrible, especially year one. Year two was a little bit better. Could year three be a possibility? And if so, could it be the reemergence, the comeback of Russell Wilson? Maybe. We've seen interesting things happen before. All right, that's going to do it for us. More state wrestling coverage throughout the day today. Our state wrestling special coming up at 5 o'clock. That'll do it for us. Good night, Northern Colorado.